If there's only one word to remember about Keltec, it's innovation. A privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one-of-a-kind American-made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P15 9mm striker fire pistol. The P15 is Keltec's first striker fire handgun and is the lightest and thinnest of its kind. Featuring a totally unique patent-pending extended magazine, the P15 pistol's other features include fire fiber optic front sight and adjustable rear, ambidextrous safety and magazine release, as well as a gator grip texture that increases stability and makes for easy, accurate handling. The P-15 is fun on the range, but it's definitely great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P-15 9mm striker fire pistol and all other Keltec weapons and products, check out keltecweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C weapons.com. Keltec, creating innovative, quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltecweapons.com. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. No matter what ethnicity or no matter um, how you self-identify, and this is very important to us, and we're, we're proud to be a part of this, and we're partnering with, with WPPP uh, to put up billboards in major markets across Florida to let everyone know. We're targeting Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, Orlando, Tampa, and West Palm Beach. Mm. Uh, we believe we're going to get about 5 million impressions, and they're going to be up for an eight-week period period celebrating the diversity oh my gosh, and so acceptance of New York City. So Eric Adams, welcome back to the show. Your lovable curmudgeon, Dana Lash. Eric Adams, New York City mayor. Apparently, he thinks that his job as mayor isn't you know, to like deal with the city's crime rate and it's not to deal with city administrative issues. He's trying to dunk on the, the don't, which is the parental rights and education, which the left says that don't say gay bill, even though it doesn't say that. And he wants to move people to New York. So what he's talking about are these digital beer billboards that are designed by these subsidiaries and WPPP is this advertising entity. And they're going to appear in these, the states that he was talking, or the cities he was talking about, for eight weeks and Monday, starting, I think, this week. And he goes, you can come to the city where you can say wherever you want. That's what one of the ads says. And then it's surrounded by the word gay in various font sizes and colors, which is the lamest ad I've ever seen. Someone got paid to make that in Corel Draw. And another one says, when other states show their true colors, we show ours. And I'm just thinking, you know, they're because they're they're spending taxpayer dollars in New York City to advertise to to gays in Florida to try to in to dunk on the parental rights and education law and then they think that they're going to persuade people to come back to New York City or to move to New York City do they actually think that's going to happen so what we were we were talking about this on break and we're like well what would that because the, the housing market, is it in existence in New York City? I mean, how are you going to, like, what would an ad, like if it's Eric Adams trying to sell to gays who are living the good life in sunny Florida, trying to get them to come back to Gotham? What is that? What does that ad look like? And so we were imagining that. And we're actually kind of looking with price slightly inflated at actual legitimate New York property. And so this is probably, Kane, what an ad would sound like. Hey guys, it's Eric Adams, mayor of New York City. 
Are you dreaming of moving away from the sandy beaches of sunny Florida for grayscale high-rise urban living? Let me help you make that happen. I want you to check out Gravesend, a unique Brooklyn cottage. It's a legal single-family home, historic at nearly 100 years old, and with a spacious 312 square feet of space. Just look at the amenities. Aluminum siding, porcelain toilet, square foot of grass right outside the front door, currently listing at $1.5 million. If you're tired of no state income tax, if you feel there just isn't enough excitement on your morning commute because there's no worry as to whether or not you'll get pushed onto some train tracks by an uninged homeless person or knocked out cold on the sidewalk by unchecked and unrepentant criminal youth, then get away from the safety and security of Florida and head on up to New York City. Yeah, where restaurants, theater, and culture are just steps away over the feces and needles. New York City, where at least you're not dead. It's probably what the ad would be like. I'm just saying. Man, that's enticing. Is that enticing you? We have, we have, I mean, there's gay conservatives in Florida that listen to the show. Does that, are they enticed? I mean, imagine, like you're sipping a, you know, a, a mimosa, which by the way, brunch was invented to day drink. It's the vehicle for alcohol. Imagine, you know, you're living the high life by palm trees. You're in, you know, Palm Beach. You're drinking your mimosa, looking at your Keep Calm Carry On Posta. No, I'm kidding. That's, you, if you know that video, then you know. Uh, and then you decide, <laughs> are you going to actually move back to New York? Oh, uh, that's a hell no. I mean, just imagine this. Imagine this. So, like, you're considering this. Kane. Man is slashed in the neck with a box cutter on New York City's Wall Street subway. Police hunt suspect who fled on foot in latest violent attack. The victim was attacked on a northbound 4-5 train on Tuesday. Police say he engaged in an altercation with his attacker, who pulled out a box cutter and slashed his neck. The attacker, described by cops as a man in his 30s wearing a sweatshirt, fled the scene and remains at large in New York City, where at least you're not dead. There's a headline. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they're thinking of all of these things, right? You know. Or what about, uh, Kane, what about this one? Innocent woman, 61, returning home from grocery shopping, is shot in the back and killed as she's caught in a shootout between four men in the Bronx, the latest to die in New York's spiraling gun violence. This is a horrible story. She was rushed to St. Barnabas Hospital. Suspects fled on foot. No arrests have been made as of Tuesday morning. We're in New York City. Well, at least most of the time, you're not dead. Yeah. I mean, what's not to love, Eric Adams? How much do you think they're spending on this? Good God. The, on the ads that they're putting up there? Well, it's tax money, so whatever the amount, it's a waste. I mean, I can't. the ads are dumb looking. It, the, I mean, they legit look like someone just discovered the rainbow gradient in Adobe Photoshop, <laughs> and that's it. You know what we're going to do with our ad? We're going to have the black background white words and then when we reference gay stuff uh i just want you to if you could just put an extra layer in a photoshop and use the rainbow gradient on that yes uh is that going to be a vertical or horizontal gradient great question uh i think maybe we start with the horizontal gradient so we can get the full spectrum of colors just depending on how we have the words that suggest gay in it they actually think this is a free speech issue 
They uh, that's I mean that's legit what I'm opposing. That's legit what one of the words that's what one of their things in here. They think it's an actual they think it's a free speech issue. And one of their ads, they that's how they actually promote it. They say New York City is alive and so is Rainbow Free Speech. No one is saying that you can't say what do they think is going to happen if you say gay in Florida? I bet do they think that that there's like an army of drones that just sit up on you? It's parental rights and education. It's telling teachers, hi, can you teach kindergartners to third graders about, you know, math and say, no, I want to teach them about how to have to sex. That's what that's what this is about. It reminds me of the music we play at the end of the show every day. Beetlejuice. Yeah, right. It's so. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing in a sad way. I mean, I'm not making light of, you know, any of the crimes that have happened, but Jiminy Christmas. And he's like, he goes, Eric Adams said in his thing, he's like, this is a matter of life and death. Like not teaching kids about how you have sex is a matter of life and death. Life is too short to spend mornings getting ready for work in boring clothes that you don't want to wear. Face it, your closet's full of business clothes that you're never going to wear again because informal is the new normal. So embrace the cozy with new Tommy John loungewear. And when you start your day in Tommy John's stylish joggers, their sweatshirts, their leggings, their pajama sets, you're just that much more comfortable so you can do everything better. Micromodal fabrics and extended inseams give you four-way stretch and limitless flexibility so you look good and you feel good all day long. Tommy John underwear moves with you thanks to the breathable, lightweight, moisture-wicking fabric that has four times the stretch of competing brands. And with over 17 million pairs sold, Tommy John does have customers they have fanatics and with tommy john returns and exchanges are free with tommy john's best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee it's tommy john's anniversary month so whether you're trying them for the first time or a longtime fan get 25 percent off site-wide right now at tommyjohn.com dana help celebrate with 25 percent off site-wide at tommyjohn.com dana that's tommyjohn.com dana see site for details and now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. I'm going to come back to this in a, in a later segment, but Travel and Leisure says your thermostat should be set to 82 degrees every night, according to a new report. You can take your new report and you can choke to death on it because I require 68 degrees to sleep and this is non-negotiable. We're, what, I, what, I'm curious as to your all thoughts on this. So think about this as we go into some of these other headlines here. All right. So uh, a couple of other things. This, this up. Shanghai residents have been going to their balconies to sing and protest about lack of supplies because, you know, they're on, they're on a lockdown again. They're locked down again. And remember, they had that little weird robot dog crab thing that had a bullhorn taped to it and it was going around telling everybody to get off the streets and I wanted to drop kick it. So because they've been going to their balconies and singing and protesting about lack of supplies, drones began appear started appearing in the sky telling them quote, literally quote, you can't understand it because it's in, Ch- in Mandarin but uh, or in Chinese. They said, please comply with COVID restrictions. Control your control your soul's desire for freedom. What? Do not open the window or seeing it was on Waibo, yeah, and it's so weird. Some of the video that's coming out of this is just wild. Uh, all right. Also, I would, sh- man, I'd love to shoot that little government drone out of this guy. I'm just saying. 
Uh, Iran moves machines for making centrifuge parts. Of course, they've been doing this the entire time. This the, this uh, whole agreement was all nothing but a joke. They've been moving these machine parts, and they've been they've been dealing with this. That this was something that was supposed to have been stopped. Remember, and not even this far along because of Obama's agreement, which never actually they never actually followed. Over a quarter of twelve to nineteen year olds have pre-diabetes, according to research. MSN. U.S. residents on the cusp of developing type 2 diabetes include about 28% of youths ages 12 to 19, according to research published in JMA Pediatrics. They have a condition known as pre-diabetes, meaning the level of sugar or glucose in their blood is higher than normal, but not enough to be diagnosed as having full-fledged diabetes. Research has found that percentage of youth with pre-diabetes has doubled in recent years. Good heavens. And half all healthy 45-year-olds will develop it, too. It's more prevalent amongst boys than girls. You know, toxic masculinity and all. But that's very interesting. I mean, pre-diabetes. Hmm. Now, AP says that, well, it's been reporting on how Major League Baseball is going to give an okay to electronic pitch calling. It's uh, ending a tradition that has spanned over 150 years, MLB approving the use of an electronic device for catchers to signal pitches in an effort to eliminate sign stealing and speed games. Video ballparks as the technology's increased and now everyone's that they had that wasn't the Astros. They were penalized for using a camera and banging a trash can to alert batters to pitch types. So interesting. Stay with us. We got a lot more in store. This is the only entertaining thing that come that came out of Washington D.C. There was a, an actual, for real, legit fox, a red fox, which I thought they were all red, to be honest with you. Uh, that was apparently had established a den on the in the, on the Capitol grounds. I do have a question: if you're if you have a fox that is able to establish a den on Capitol grounds, what the hell are the groundskeepers doing? Because they have legit groundskeepers there that work nonstop. How was a fox able to establish a den? I'm just curious. Anyway, so what ended up happening yesterday? It was a sad, sordid tale where a wild fox had made a, had established a den on the Capitol grounds and apparently bit some folks because she was protecting her kit, right? She had baby foxes. She was protecting her kids, and she was a female fox. U.S. Capitol Police said, We have received several reports of aggressive fox encounters on or near the grounds of the U.S. Capitol. For your safety, please do not approach any foxes. You have to tell people on D.C. that, in D.C., because they will do it. Look, it's a wild animal. Let me touch its mouth. That's what they'll think. So they said animal control officers were working to trap and relocate any foxes. So I saw a picture of this fox who was captured and I was worried. I was like, what about her kits? Because I have more compassion for this animal than I do anybody in Capitol Hill. I mean, it's a fox doing fox stuff. You know what I mean? Because Kane's like, well, what did it get euthanized for? And I go, being a fox, it was protecting its kits. The the lady, the, the mama fox was protecting the baby foxes. And so you have this story. They end up, and this was sad. It bit, what do they say, nine confirmed bitings. 
including some Sacramento congressperson. I don't know if they're Republican or Democrat. I didn't look it up. I don't even care. Some of them deserve to get bitten. Let's just be honest, okay? Some of you deserve to get bit by a fox. You really do. (laughs) Right? So they said staff members, lawmakers, they were reportedly, they they were submitting reports of being attacked by a wild fox that was nesting on the ground. And they finally got it. And they, uh, they said, what, six uh, number of reporters, lawmakers, uh, nine total had been bitten. And they found it. And everyone was going, oh, the fox is so cute. It's so cute. Well, it's dead now. They killed it. They euthanized it. Because they had to check for rabies. And you know how they do it? They kill the animal and then they bust its head open and slice its brain up. That's how they, that's how they check for rabies. I don't know what's happening to the to the the kits i don't know what's happening to them it's harambe all over again guys it's what it is telling you so i don't know why it makes me sad am i just reading too much into this or do i just hate bureaucracy that much i think it's both how do you let this stuff i mean i know if there's a rabbit in my yard how do you not know if there's a fox with the den on, especially if there's that many sightings of it? Like all these Congress people, Joni Ernst even had taken a picture like, oh, I saw this fox while I was walking outside and she just took a picture of it. It didn't get near her, but maybe it only bites the bad people. I really want to look at who all was bitten to see if there's like a pattern. That's going to be my project after radio today, because I really feel like this fox is put down unjustly. It was put down for the crime of being a mother, Kane. But you're right, because how do they not know? How many fences have they put around the White House at this point? How many? I mean, it's not like they're, they're not out there constantly on the grounds. Right. Like, how do they not know that this could have been avoided? Yeah, this all could have been avoided. It all could have been avoided. So I'm a little, you know, I'm a little uh, uh, not happy about that. If you're listening to my show, then I know that you believe it's your right to keep and bear arms. More than 100 million Americans identify as firearm owners, and in 2021, there were more than 3 million new gun owners in the United States. Silencer Shop is the number one source for suppressors in the U.S. They're a Texas-based company founded in 2010 with a focus on outstanding customer service. Dedication to customers are just one of the reasons that they're ranked 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot, and that's over 25,000 thousand reviews. They had one core belief that guns don't have to be loud. The silencer shop kiosk makes the NFA process easy for your suppressor, SBR, or any NFA item that you'd form for. By tapping into silencer shop for your ATF eForm 4, you'll get your can in your hands faster than ever and expect to get it within 90 days. Check out YouTube and Instagram at silencer shop or visit silencershop.com and you'll experience silencer ownership simplified. Don't forget to check out their apparel as well. That's silencer shop.com it's his life mission to make bad decisions it's time for florida man so where to go let's try let's try this one a uh florida man crashes a stolen truck he's trying to he was trying to carjack it and he was at a Fort Walton Beach gas station. And I, I saw this. I didn't have this on my rundown, but I saw this because he had a smoky eye in his uh, Okaloosa County Jail mugshot. There's a Fort Walton Beach man. It happened uh, at the CEFCO 
It was on Channel 3. It was it, Local news has been apparently aired video of it. So he tried to... He forcibly removed the victim from the company vehicle. It was hijacking the vehicle. And then he tried to run over the guy, the victim, who was fleeing on foot. And then he ended up hitting a parked vehicle in a fuel island. And then he tried to speed through the parking lot to flee the scene, but he ran right into a light pole. So he had multiple accidents just trying to get away in the car that he that he carjacked. Is he's that's not good. Uh yeah, so that's I think you need to learn how to drive apparently before you decide to um carjack somebody. It's just what it seems like. All right. Uh this I got some of these stories are so ridiculous I can't even. Uh let's see here. Oh, I'm going to do this one. So in Miami, this is just the headline, Channel 6, dog poop links suspect to violent Miami armed robbery. So 62-year-old William Carroll made a mess of stuff. He tried to rob a woman at knife point, but she was returning from walking her dog Monday night, according to an arrest report. And when it happened, uh, the woman's dog had stopped in a stair, had stopped by a stairway to, you know, do his business at her residence. And as she picked it up, this guy approached her from behind and pushed her against the wall, pulled out a knife and started to strangle her. Uh, she tried to take off her watch and bracelets. He tried to take off her watch and bracelets, but only managed to take her book bag and a bag that had her wallet in that. Uh, and witnesses saw it and screamed that they were going to call the police. He fled the scene, but officers who responded, apparently, while he had done that, she apparently did not have all of the um, dog do in the bag when she was after she picked it up. He just like did it at the right time, and he had dog crap all over him. So that's how they were able to get him rather quickly. They found him. Uh, he was interviewed by a detective when they ran him down. And uh, he was covered with dog feces. And he was like, I don't know what's going It. I mean, come on. Uh, cowboy decided to take his uh, horse through a Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru. Can you do that? I don't know. I'm sure. Uh, this was over from Channel... This is Channel 2 in Florida. Uh, LaBelle, Florida. And... The, yeah, apparently they see it. You can. Uh, he said that um, he's taken his horse. This guy said he took his horse through the drive-thru. I was like looking at it. The story's written horribly. No one gives a rat's ass about Old Town Road. Nobody cares. Just get to the story. A guy rides his horse through Dunkin' Donuts. I wonder what all you could take through the drive-thru. I know you can't like, you can't walk up in the drive-thru, but you know, isn't a horse, and depending on what horse it is, it's rather tall. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This week on the Federalist Radio Hour, this impending crisis um, or the worsening, the impending worsening of the crisis, <laughs> um, we will be seeing likely in late May. Uh, but it's around something called Title 42. Now, a lot of people might not know the sort of policy implications or even what Title 42 is, but it's a big part. It is the central player in all of what we're about to see. I'm Emily Jashinsky of The Federalist. Subscribe to The Federalist on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. 